Baltic. It's a mid-week fix. It's going to be live with you right here, right now. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. At, maybe not after this. The whole not after, internet. Maybe not after this. Well, <laughs> that's true. Which is why you would probably want to download the app right now. That's get, right. Get, get the get, app. Get the app. And while you're at it, sign up for our conference. Uh, early registration ends August 9th. It's filling up. We're excited to have everybody there. Oh, look at that shirt. And yeah. look at so um, you actually have the ability when you sign up for the conference to buy the oh, conference really? shirt. Yeah. So oh, you ahead can, of time. You can yes. sign up. So it doesn't run out. So you, you could buy some for your friends. That's right. You could buy one for Tim Keller. For all family. For Ooh. all your family. Buy one for J.D. Greer. Oh, so this is actually Ed Toby's. Toby's <laughs> he probably goes still J.D. Greer's, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> this is a quote from Ed Linton right here. Molotov family. <laughs> oh, my this is actually goodness. This is actually Toby's talk. Molotov family yeah. at the conference. Oh, you stole, so, my, you stole it. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. If you want to go to war, we could go to war. And if you guys want to booth or I'm vend or real. advertise or become a platinum sponsor at a conference, just email us at ads at fightlaughfeast.com. Email Garrison, our boy Garrison. Garrison, yeah. He'll take, take care of you, of you take care and of you. all that good stuff. <laughs> Poor Garrison. All right, with us on the line, we got Mr. Garland Favorito. He's the founder, I'm sorry, the co-founder of Georgia uh, Voter GA, uh, a nonpartisan 501c3 registered nonprofit organization that was created by a coalition of citizens working to restore election integrity in Georgia. <laughs> there goes Ooh. our Facebook signal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We advocate, they advocate for independently verifiable, auditable, recount capable, and transparent elections. And there goes our YouTube signal. Oh, we're gone. We're gone. Did they they just kick us off? No. Okay. I'm just saying. Just give it a minute. Garland's been a career IT professional. He's been researching voter systems uh, on the side for the last 20 years. Wow. Uh, And we're really grateful to have him on CrossPolitik. Garland, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. I'm uh, looking forward to having some fun here. This is like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> great to be on for the first time. That's what they always say at the beginning. Yes, uh, yeah. wait, wait till the end of the show, Garland. Hey, so um, what is Voter GA broadly, and um, why why is your organization needed? Well, uh, Voter GA stands for Voters Organized for Trusted Election Results in Georgia. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of self-explanatory given the November election. I think it, we all know why it's needed now. Yeah. Uh, we, we have been operating on unverifiable voting equipment in Georgia for 20 years. Wow. And we, tried, we opposed it before it was installed, and we are still trying to get it booted out. We got the old systems booted as unconstitutional, which is an interesting story because they were not verifiable, auditable, or recount capable and not transparent. Then the legislature went out and bought, and the Secretary of State uh, went out and bought these new systems with the approval of the legislature. And that's equally as unverifiable because it, it uh, puts votes in barcodes that you can't read. Mm. Um, and uh, it's, it's a mess down here. So as y'all know, we had a catastrophe in November and we're still trying to straighten that out down here. Nobody really knows, to be honest, what the election results were. It sounds like four years ago, the Democrats would have agreed with you. Yes. Oh, they did. Uh, I fought hand in hand with the progressives here uh, <laughs> against the Republican establishment. Wow. Who, uh, who implemented this voting system. Wow. So, and I don't, they didn't know it was going to backfire on it. We warned and we literally had hundreds of people warning them. Wow. Uh, about the, But they bought this system and they changed the law to allow this type of QR-coded system over our objections, 
with you know, hundreds of people. So yes, we fought hand in hand with the progressives. We are a nonpartisan organization here, do, do and most of the most of them uh, were uh, progressives, a large part of them, but not all. Maybe seventy or so percent. Wow. So they all know that we're nonpartisan. We're getting no pushback from from progressives in the state of Georgia over election transparency and election integrity issues. Really? So it sounds like you guys have had voter problems there for at least 20 years, right? Since since you were born, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Garland, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, a, uh, So then this hasn't, because it seems like that there's been a big hoopla that this has kind of all been about Trump, but it's been for you and for what you guys are doing. This is bigger than just the last election. Yeah, uh, we we are totally uh, nonpartisan. I, I didn't even vote for Trump because our co-founders were, and I were both, uh, Ricardo Davis, we're both in the Constitution Party. Uh, it's a matter of public record in my affidavit that I voted for the Constitution Party candidate, uh, which, who was Don Blankenship, by a write-in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fulton County didn't even count my vote, oh. So at least according to their records. Wow. So. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's not about uh, Trump and everybody, literally everyone in the news media will acknowledge the fact that we are nonpartisan. We're not we don't have to uh, leap that hurdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, just, we just have to leap other hurdles. So could you kind of I've been watching, but there's so many things out there. Could you tell me what happened with this last election in Georgia? How much time do we have? Well, we, got, we got all day. We got all well, day. since you still think I'm in my 20s, as much time as you want. <laughs> this is only a 20-minute show. So, uh, so yeah, so to recap in Georgia in November, what happened? Um, they were conducting the audit. As you all know, it was really close. It was a 12,000-vote margin in the presidential race right. total. Um, that's not a lot of votes in Georgia. So, the, when they were conducting an audit, the, the Secretary of State uh, chose and he had to, by uh, law, audit one race, and he picked the presidential race. That was the right thing to do because it was so tight. And when they were auditing that race in Fulton County, November 14th and 15th, four senior poll managers um, sp- signed sworn affidavits that they handled counterfeit ballots okay. in the election. And by counterfeit, the reason they thought they were counterfeit is because they were mail-in ballots, but they weren't fold, folded from being mailed, so they weren't mailed. They weren't marked with a writing instrument like a mail-in ballot should have been. It looked like it was marked by machine, toner, uh, and it, it was on a different paper stock, and these ballots were also marked exactly identical all the way down ballot. So for those reasons, they believed they were fraud, uh, they were um, fraudulent or counterfeit, and they signed sworn affidavits, and they affidavits say they believe that it could be in the tens of thousands uh, of of uh, actual of these ballots. So, in addition to that, after they signed these affidavits, the State Farm Arena video uh, was made public, and that shows at least four, as I count them, violations of Georgia law. Uh, it, the it, the um, ballots were being scanned in a curved room where you couldn't see all the way around. That's a transparency violation. They were hiding uh, ballots underneath the skirted table mm-hmm. and pulling them out, both uh, violations. Uh, you can see on the video they were scanning ballots multiple times, even though there was no problem with the scanner. And then they told they, the uh, monitors that they were going to stop scanning for the night 
and uh, they, then they could go home, but then they continued the scanning. So those were the violations of law that occurred and the original, what we call prima facie probable cause evidence that has getting, gotten us to uh, the, uh, the where we are now, the uh, judge's order to unseal the ballots. Um, we then uh, introduced new evidence this past week that the audit was conducted was basically um, uh, in itself somewhat fraudulent and at least error-prone error error and, um, and also having some fraud in it as well. So and we can talk a little bit more about what we uh, found this past week. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so this past week, um, we provided evidence that the audit that was conducted in Georgia had a 60% error rate. Now, now I, okay, you, I see you guys are sitting down, so you're I'm probably okay. <laughs> no, so, we're having heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're that young. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the way, here's how we figured this out. The batches, each batch has about 100 votes uh, in it, 100 okay. ballots. And if you look at the totals for Trump, Biden, and the total votes cast for the batch, they don't match what the Secretary of State reported and Fulton County reported. And over half the time, it was basically 60% of the time, it does not match. Wow. That was the first thing. Then we found seven falsified tally sheets. Uh, the tally sheets are what the auditors fill out when they count the ballots. So if they count uh, 60 votes for Joe Biden and 40 for Donald Trump, they put that on the tally sheet and it's entered into the system. Well, it turns out they were writing down 100 votes for Joe Biden, zero for Trump. And uh, in reality, there were, uh, it, it was just completely fabricated. There wow. could have been with 60, 40, and a couple of votes for Joe Jorgensen. So that was another problem. Then we found thousands of duplicate reported ballots and votes. So four to 6,000 uh, duplicate votes included in the audit results. Okay, how are you finding this information? Have you, have you been able to audit these ballots? We have so far been able to do this only off of the public images, uh, the public ballot mm. images. These are the ballot images, the low-resolution ballot images that were made public as a result of our legislative efforts to get this law passed and a court order that where we still have to get them out of Fulton County even after we pass the law. Um, so that's what our analysis is based on. And these public images were always available to the Secretary of State and Fulton County. They didn't have to go through what we went through. We, we've only had them for two months. They've had them for eight months uh, ever since the audit was conducted. So they should have known that all these problems exist. And it looks like they covered it up. Ooh. So why, why for all these months, is there's been such this huge push? Uh, everybody, everybody's saying, you know, this is a conspiracy theory. There's no evidence of significant voter fraud. You people are insane. There, you know, there's, <laughs> there's always a teeny little bit, but, you know, it doesn't really affect the outcome of the, of the elections. I mean, why such a huge push? And why, if you question the election outcomes, are you a conspiracy nut? I mean, wh why? Well, because the news media has a horribly anti-Trump biased, 
and they have a political agenda. They're not about telling the truth. They're not even about looking for the truth. Uh, and and that's that's the bottom line. Is the the news media's I call it the lamestream media's agenda. Sure. Uh, is is uh, it's an anti-American uh, agenda when you get right down to it, as you guys already know. Um, but you know, let me, I'll just throw out one more thing for you. Yeah. So, so the audit we just talked about, the purpose of this audit was to verify the election results. You know, we've already, I've already given you the evidence that fraud existed all along. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the evidence of fraud in the affidavits. Now we have the proof of fraud in the falsified tally sheets. Nobody in the local media reported this. It, it was a national news story, story, but nobody in the local media reported it. Um, and they didn't even report the error rate. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's, a, here's a thought. The purpose of the audit was to verify the November election results. Well, how do you use the audit to verify the election results if it's got a 60% error rate seven falsified tally sheets and right. thousands of duplicate right. votes in it. It's not possible. Right. So somebody has been lying to us. Who would that be? Who was supposed to be doing the verification? Well, the, the, the audit was conducted by Fulton County. They reported the results. They should have known that their reports mm. were, and their stuff was off. They reported it anyway. The Secretary of State should have checked it. They didn't check it. You know, we pay these people from our taxpayer dollars and they don't do their job. Then we have to turn around and do their job on our dime while we try to work for a living. Mm. Um, and it's it's just uh, it's all backwards down here in Georgia. You know, Garland, the thing that scares me is that I, I could see and two, I think a clip came out showing 2008 just how all the Democrats were, were completely in favor of, of audits and changing the way we do elections. But the, what they want is more of a federalized structure where we can say, see, we can trust it because the localized structures we can't really trust. But the government, the federal government, if they're running the elections, then that's the answer. But that's not what we want. What, how would you what kind of structures would you put in place so that we won't have this kind of setup, but it still stays at the local level? Well, I'm I'm in the Constitution Party. The Constitution uh, grants the time, place and manner of conducting elections to the states. So they can federalize all the law they want, but it's unconstitutional. It shouldn't. It won't. It won't hold up in court. I won't stop them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're going to try to do it anyway. Yeah. 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 But so, so but, right. but you would be looking for. I mean, the the you, you had a, a sort of a, a line of things. We want elections that have ballots that are easily verifiable. And traceable, and I, I forget the whole. You have a, a string of adjectives there that you're using to describe. Yes. What, what would that look like? Yeah. So uh, you have to have a, a a verifiable election. That means that the voter can verify that their votes are are counted as cast. The it has to be auditable. It means an elections official has to be able to audit their results, uh, not just check a box and saying, "Yeah, it looks like it's okay." Right. It has to be recount capable so there that candidates mm. can get a legitimate recount. Right now, all we do is reprint previous unverifiable results, and we call it a recount. Mm. And then wow. it has to be transparent. So anybody can verify that the results that were reported are, in fact, correct. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so when Tucker Carlson picked up this story last week, uh, what have has that helped you guys? Has that kind of helped politically in what you're doing? What What's happened since Tucker Carlson picked up the story? Uh, yeah, it really has helped. Um, that was give us gave us a huge boost in um, exposure and in particularly fundraising. Uh, we live off of small donations. That's what's keeping us alive. The ten to hundred dollar donations are ninety five percent probably of our donations. So um, it, it was a tremendous boost to us. Uh, you know, from from a from a publicity standpoint, it's very helpful. And he did a fabulous job on the story. I got to give him credit. You know, Fox News hasn't talked about election integrity in about <laughs> five months. Right. But but they decided to run with this story, and I I you know really appreciate it. They didn't want to have us on because they were concerned. Their attorneys, I think, were concerned that um, mm. you know they don't want to impact our case. So. Yeah, he did the story with his own monologue. I thought it was fabulous. I couldn't have done better myself. So um, we we were just uh, thrilled thrilled with it. And so so legally, where are you at now? Are you waiting on a judge? I mean, what like yeah? What's the next move? What's the next step here? Uh, so the defendants were changed out. This gets into a complicated situation of sovereign immunity. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a uh, a change in the constitution in Georgia. And there was a big question about who do you sue? We don't really care as long as somebody's responsible for the mess. We, you know, we don't care who the judge wants to sue, uh, wants us to sue. But um, long and short of it is that he went back to our, the original way that we uh, had filed the case. And that was with suing individual board members, board of, of elections of Fulton County. Okay. We're fine with that. Um, he, he removed the county um, a plant, uh, defendants, which one of which he had put in himself. Uh, and then we were going forward with these individual uh, defendants. So, so they get they have time to respond. Uh, we've given them time. They're about at the end of their time. And then we will go forward either with the discovery, uh, which means the inspection, which the judge has already unsealed the ballots, or we may have to go back to court and fight a few, a couple more dismissal attempts, which we think will not hold water. So um, that could come in August. I think in August we should be able to do something one way or another. So, Carl, isn't this something that the Attorney General of Georgia would be all over? Well, That's what he's talking about. You know, <laughs> like this is, yeah. you know, <laughs> you would think. Yeah, he's, you were right. You're right. He's all over it. Uh, but he's all over it in the wrong direction. He put the state on record as being adamantly opposed to election transparency. Mm. He filed a brief on behalf of the Secretary of State to prevent us from inspecting the ballots, accused us of being felons if we inspected the ballots under a court order, and even implied that the judge would be a felon if he uh, actually ruled in our favor. Oh my gosh! So, uh, so we decided what? that we weren't going. Yes, it's a true story. Welcome it's a true story. Welcome, Welcome to, to Georgia. Georgia. Welcome to Georgia. I, I left Georgia. Uh, so <laughs> part of part of I guess you can't make this stuff up. No, you can't make this. So, so part of my how do you theory validate, here. How do you validate then anything? How do you validate this? You can't. It, hey, just shut up. Okay, yeah. shut up. Go to jail. <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're asking too many questions. Okay. Nah. Hey, I, I know the Sal. I know you don't ask too Obvious, many questions. Obviously, you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> Very. <laughs> oh. But, so we well well we 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 decided just one more point to that story. We we weren't we decided we're not going to take that um, sitting down. Mm-hmm. So we uh, Ricardo over in the Constitution Party came up we we came up with a um, a petition to get Mr. Carr to resign from, um, from office. We circulated in his fellow Republican uh, districts. <laughs> And they actually uh, went uh, had multiple petitions to get him to step down uh, and not run for re-election. And we uh, hopefully will present those at some point in time. But when he went to the Republican convention, he was just about booed off the stage. Okay. Okay. This is uh, Christopher Carr? Yes, it is. Chris Carr. Uh, I just want to make sure we... uh we know his name. We know who we're talking about. Say his name. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. And he, he was never, he was, he's a political appointee from government nation deal. His uh, license was inactive. uh, And and it was questionable whether he was even qualified to be attorney general in the first place. Wow. I mean, Carr was also the guy who signed the consent agreement that reduced the signature uh, matching so much in in, uh, in Fulton County and the rest of Georgia. So uh, he signed on to that on behalf of the Secretary of State. So he's got a, a bad track record down here. Wow, yeah. Uh, and, and Coulter recently tweeted, you know the Democrats' secret weapon? Republicans. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. We're, we're fighting the Republican establishment. Exactly. Right? We're not fighting the Democrats. Right. This guy's a Republican. This guy's mm-hmm. a Republican. He's the Attorney General. In, in, in name only. Right. So, Garland, we, just the truth. I know. So, right. wait, wait, wait. So, Garland, what do, you, what do you say to guys like Eric Erickson, David French, some of these Republicans who, uh, even our friend David Bonson, um, who are very skeptic to say the least, that no major significant voter fraud happened, and what you're doing is you're just chasing the wind. Uh, don't get me started on Eric Erickson. Uh, he, <laughs> no, please. A, I like to know. He is uh, he is designed to try to keep the conservative base from leaving the Republican establishment. Mm. He is a deceiver, and he is, if not pathological, he's certainly a proven liar. So y'all good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just the other day he tried to tell his his listeners that um, the there is a QR code has a unique identifier and therefore ballots can't be double scanned. Uh, is first of all we're doing the mail in ballots, not the other ballots, and that's total hogwash. Uh, so, hmm. um, uh, well, I have a long story about Eric Erickson, but I think we'll. we'll no, you said, you said enough. You said enough. <laughs> I, 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 I got to stop. We got to change that subject. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, while we got you on the line, do you have anything to say about this this new uh, Georgia racist voting law? I, I heard. I heard that you guys yeah. passed. I mean, really? could, could could David vote in your elections? Yeah, for real. So so. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to stand with the conservative black clergy who's a full page ad against uh, Stacey Abrams and Joe Biden for opposing that law. Okay. They 
that cost us the all-star game, which was a ridiculous move down there. Right. And boy, that really upset the conservative black clergy. So they came out in favor of the law. Um, that law got us the ballot images that I was talking about earlier, got made it. them public, wow. okay. made them public. Mm. Yeah, it, it has good and bad and ugly in it. It's overall, it was probably an improvement, but uh, so it's been totally falsely portrayed. And if the Justice Department wants to try to come in and stop that, that means they true, they too are on the side of of secret elections, and they're totally opposed to election transparency right. in the state of Georgia. Mm. And they will help us, help prevent us from finding out that their boss, Joe Biden, maybe didn't actually win the state of Georgia. Wow. And that's their real hidden agenda. Right. Could wow. you just, just, could you just summarize kind of what that law in Georgia would be fixing or what it actually would say? Sure. It's really hard because it's an omnibus bill, David. Okay. Um, but um, it, it made the ballot images uh, public, which mm-hmm. is a good thing for us. It, um, it minimized um, drop boxes yep. uh, to some extent. Uh, still wasn't perfect. They needed to do better mm. because the drop boxes are being used disproportionately in violation of both the United States and Georgia Constitution. Mm. Different counties have different setups. That's not right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It had some more um, language in there to do, uh, to prevent Zuckerbucks from getting (laughs) into Georgia. It had some uh, (laughs) language to stop that. like that. Uh, Still, still, again, was not strong enough. Um, Still allows some money to come in. Mm. And um, there's there's several other things that I have to go back and look at it to refresh my memory. But uh, and, I mean, there were quite a few decent provisions in there. It didn't address what we think needs to be done, which was to one. The other two things we need to ha- have to happen is that we need to make the ballots public records so that we don't have to sue to go look at the ballots like we're doing now. Right. Yep. And, and, we, and we need to make the Dominion image servers or any, any voting system server image publicly available so that you can take a, a sealed media drive to your county director. He can flip it in the machine, run an image while he's doing something else, going on break or lunch, come back in a half an hour, an hour, give, seal that back up, give it back to you. You can take it anywhere you want for a forensic uh, exam. That's what needs to happen in Georgia. Hmm. Uh, so we're going to be lobbying really hard for those two things in the next session that we didn't get in this session. I think, too, it had the ID uh, verification part of it as well, right? That was one of the things that everybody pushed back against was the vote, which is I, I, I can't. It bothers me. I was talking to my wife about this voter ID. Texas is requiring more. Yeah, yeah. And, and it bothers me because I remember we grew up in the middle of the ghetto. We didn't have a bank account. Yep. Okay, you understand? We didn't have a bank account. So when we got our checks, we had to go to the cash loan place, yep. and we had to take that money or to a family member, sign off a check, and then run and get a money order, mm-hmm. okay? Take that money order and pay our bills with that money order, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they're telling me that we don't know how to get IDs. Yeah. 
like what we did with we were hustling to right. live without a bank account right and then we were going to places to make sure we could pay our bills without that bank account right. and 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 somehow we don't have the capabilities or the know-how to go and to vote if we wanted to yeah it's just bs well i don't know how to get a vaccine card I'm completely. That's a good thing. I'm, yeah. I'm completely yeah. incapable so one of says finding that. that. I don't even know how to do that. But it's just, it's just really what they're saying about. I think I don't think people are hearing what right. they're saying about a certain group of people. But you're you're saying basically that is racist. Well, that, it's it's the it's demeaning yeah. the kind of, because these people. Right. We're hustlers. We get down and get it right. without all the normal extremities that everybody else might have, right. and we still make life happen. Right. Don't tell me that we can't get go vote if we didn't want to. Right. You know the kind of things we did and the lives that we live without having some of these extra things right. that everybody else has? Right. It just makes me so upset. We made it through the hustle. Right. And so this it just makes me upset that these things, oh, these are racist. But like, mass, mass is going to help you. Yeah, Mass better stay away from us. He's the reason we in this trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Garland, what's the best way people can follow you and keep up with what you're doing and how to support you all right well thanks for the question dave i really really appreciate it so uh we uh our organization is voterga.org we have a website we're on twitter and facebook right yeah. now uh and i think we're also on gab uh so if that's on voter ga or garland at voter at voter ga um the other thing that we have on their website, we have the legal, uh, all the briefs out there. We have the um, uh, the uh, hearings, every, all kinds of information about what we're doing. Um, and most importantly, we have the donate tab. So the donate tab is what's keeping us alive, and that's the funds from patriots like you know your listeners, who are uh, basically funding us with small donations from ten to a hundred bucks, uh, sometimes more. But that's the majority of our donations. And uh, we, we are able to exist on that. So I don't take any money for myself. I am uh, retired. I live off Social Security. All the money goes into for the inspection, the attorney's fees, and that sort of thing. We have a little bit of admin costs, not, not hardly any. So that's mm. uh, the best thing that I think folks can do is to pray for us, to pass the word to others. As that's very important. And a lot of folks are doing that. And then, you know, to donate if they if they can. Mm, people don't know how important that share button is. If is. People knew they break yeah. algorithms yeah. with that share button. That's right. Yeah. Garland, thank you yeah. so much for joining us, man. Appreciate what you're doing. Tell Ricardo we said what's up. We appreciate him, too. If you're I single, will, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh and feast. This is Cross Politic.